Section 55 of Egypt, Africa, and Arabia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Angelique Campbell. The World Story, Volume 3, Egypt, Africa, and Arabia. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 55, Morocco Law, 16th Century, Badmondo de Amicis i have discovered that one of the soldiers of the palace guard has lost his right ear and they tell me that it was cut off legally and in the presence of witnesses by another soldier whom he had deprived the corresponding ear some time before such is the law of retaliation as it is interpreted in morocco not only may any of the relatives of a murdered man kill the murderer on the same day of the week at the same hour on the spot where the crime was committed and with the same weapon but whoever loses one of his members by violence can inflict a similar injury upon him who did the deed in this connection i was told by an attache of the french legation at mogador of a very curious incident that occurred at that place some years ago one of the persons concerned being personally known to him an english merchant of mogador was returning to the city on the evening of a market day and arrived at the gate just when a crowd of peasants was pouring through leading their asses and camels although he shouted balak balak make room make room until he was tired an old moorish woman was thrown down by his horse striking her face against a stone as ill luck would have it she knocked out the last two remaining teeth in her underjaw for a moment she seemed dazed but recovered herself quickly and rose to her feet in a furious rage Bursting into a torrent of abuse and curses, she followed the Englishman to his house, and then went off in search of the Cade to demand, in accordance with the law of retaliation, that the Nazarene's two corresponding teeth should be knocked out. The Cade endeavored to pacify her and advised forgiveness, but finding that he could do nothing, he finally dismissed her, promising to see that justice was done, hoping that little by little she would calm down and abandon her project but at the end of three days back she came angrier than ever to demand her rights and insisting that a formal sentence should be pronounced then and there upon the christian remember said she you have promised eh <laughs> cried the cade you take me for a christian too if you suppose that i am the slave of my word for three months did that old woman continue to present herself daily at the entrance to the citadel crying out threatening and making such a noise generally that the cade at last to get rid of her was forced to give in sending for the merchant he set the matter before him the old woman's grievance her rights under the law and the duty required of him by his promise ending by begging him to put a stop to the affair by consenting to have two of his teeth drawn out any two it made no difference which as long as in accordance with the law they were incisors but the merchant declined not only as regarded his incisors but his eye-teeth and his molars as well and there was nothing for the cave to do but send the old woman off and tell the guards not to allow her to set foot in the casbah again very well said she since there are only degenerate mussulmans left here and mussulman women the mothers of the sharifs can no longer get justice done them against dogs of infidels i shall go to the sultan and we shall soon see if the prince of the faithful abjures the law of the prophet as well true to her word 
she set forth on her journey entirely alone with an amulet in her breast a staff in her hand and a knapsack strapped across her shoulders and succeeded in walking the entire hundred leagues which divide mogador from the sacred city of the empire on reaching fez she demanded an interview with the sultan and proceeded to state her case demanding in accordance with her rights as laid down in the koran an application of the law of retaliation the sultan exhorted her to show forgiveness but she persisted he then explained to her the grave difficulties that stood in the way of satisfying her demands how the english consul would never give his consent and the government would consequently find itself in a serious lawsuit how impossible it was for so trifling a cause to jeopardize the peace of the entire empire and disturb the good understanding which then existed between the government of the sharifs and powerful england the old moor remained inexorable she was now offered on condition that she would abandon the matter a sum of money large enough to support her in comfort for the rest of her life she refused what do i want with your money said she i am old and accustomed to poverty what i want is two of that christian's teeth i want them i have a right to them and i demand them in the name of the koran and the sultan prince of the faithful head of islamism father of his people cannot refuse to render justice to a muslim woman this obstinacy placed the sultan in a very awkward position the law was precise and her rights under it incontestable while the popular excitement had been wrought to such a pitch by her inflammatory speeches that it would be dangerous to refuse her demands the sultan it was abderrahman wrote to the english consul asking him as a favor to try to persuade his fellow-countrymen to allow two of his teeth to be knocked out to which the merchant replied that he would never agree then the sultan wrote again promising to concede any mercantile privileges that he might wish in return for his consent and this time having been approached through his pocket the merchant gave in the old woman left fez blessing the name of the pious abdurrahman and returned to mogador where in the presence of herself and a large gathering of witnesses two of the nazarene's teeth were knocked out when she saw them fall to the ground she gave a howl of triumph and seized them with savage joy the merchant however thanks to the special privileges he enjoyed made a large fortune in less than two years and returned to england toothless but happy end of section fifty five this recording is in the public domain